Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Today, we want to discuss or talk about once and for all. You know, what did Jesus do? You know, the Bible says He died once and for all. He was a sacrifice one time, never had to do the sacrifice again. You know, under the Old Covenant, you had to every year bring the sacrifice. You'd bring the sacrifice to the priest. The priest would... would sacrifice, give the sacrifice for himself, and then he would give a sacrifice for the people. But Jesus came one time and gave us eternal life. Now I want you to understand today that God promised eternal life before time began. And you say, well, Pastor, wait a minute. He promised eternal life before time began? Absolutely. Titus chapter 1 verse 2 said, In hope of eternal life, which God who cannot lie promised before time began. So Christ existed before the foundation. Now, as we look at this and we experience this and we go into this, we can we can realize some things that really going to bring some light and some things to the surface that God had secrets of. Let's go to Isaiah 48, verse 16. Come near to me. Hear this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning. From the time that it was, I was there. And now the Lord God and His Spirit have sent me. So we see here that he has been sent, that Jesus really existed before the foundation world. Christ existed as a foundation world. I want you to understand something. Jesus died on the cross. Jesus exited. Christ stayed on the earth. That's the thing we got to get in our minds. That's the thing we got to understand is that He left His Spirit here on the earth. And as you're operating in that, Christ was foreordained before the foundation of the world. Now let's watch. Let's read John chapter 17 verse 5. And now, O Father, glorify me today with Yourself, with the glory which I had with You before the world was. So we see here that God had, that Jesus had the glory of the Father before the world even was. Before anything was created, Jesus already existed before foundation ever happened. Look at John 17, 24. Father, I desire that they also, whom you gave me, may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which you have given me. For you love me before the foundation of the world. So we see that Jesus was ordained, foreordained before the foundation of the world. And we see that he was loved before the foundation of the world. Now look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 20. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last days for you and for me. Now that's a wonderful thing to understand that everything that Jesus was foreordained before the foundation world, what was he foreordained for? To bring us eternal life, to give us salvation, to give us life and life more abundantly. Look at Revelation 13 and 8. All who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have been written in the book of life life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So we see here it doesn't say before the foundation, but from the foundation of the world. So we see here that the Lamb was slain from the foundation of the world. He says He was slain then. Surely, it means the cross was an event taking place both in time and in eternity. In time, in the long past, in eternity, it forever occurs. Now, this helps us understand in the beginning. In Hebrews chapter, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, the word but uh, in the beginning is Bashat in Genesis 1 and 1. In the Hebrew language, breaking it up into a picture graph and then translating those, we get the Son of God offered His life on the cross. So this is the wonderful thing about salvation. We see 
that it was an event taking place both in time and eternity. Now, how could God be, how could Jesus be in the beginning and slain before the foundation world, but then he was slain 2,000 years ago? Well, it's an evident there is no time in God. And so the word saved comes from a Greek word, sozo. The word is in present tense. It means that the action of the verb occurred in the past and results and linger in the present. Paul is saying that our salvation was accomplished in the past and we now exist as saved in the present. You say, well, pastor, prove that. Well, let's go to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5 in the worst Bible. By grace have you been saved completely in past time with the present result that you are in a state of salvation which persists through the present time. See, now that's a wonderful revelation when we can grab a hold of that. The original harmony of the universe under the headship of Christ is gone, but not forever. It is only as we see the ruin of this universe and of our own selves from God's perspective that we can understand the mystery of God's will, the great truth of Ephesians 1.10. God is going to regather all things under the headship of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is how we can truly understand in all its fullness what Paul means when he tells us in 2 Corinthians 5.19 that at the cross, God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. Now what a wonderful revelation that is that Jesus had to go to the cross one time but he existed in the past so he lingered in the future so that you and I could walk in that present day salvation that the Son of God offered his life on the cross. It's a wonderful revelation, a beautiful picture of God's marvelous grace in Genesis 1 and 1. When we understand this marvelous grace that has been given to each and every one of us, we can experience the beauty of grace.